these are very, very unique wetlands, very intensively managed for waterfall wetlands. It provides a whole host of habitat types for a variety of species, anything from bald eagles, osprey, all the way down to frogs and toads and everything in between. So these are very, very unique areas. I, call, I like calling them the gems of the Midwest. Explain to listeners, if you would, why wetlands really matter. Wetlands are the kidneys of the ecosystem. You know, we have a lot of a lot of humans here in southeast Michigan. These wetlands uh, provide flood storage. Uh, Shiawassee River State Gamer is a prime example of that we had a lot of a lot of water come down in the rain events that we had a few weeks ago. These areas hold and store that water and release it gradually instead of that water going downstream and flooding out residents. We have, that's one great example of having these uh, wetland areas in southeast Michigan provide flood storage. Another uh, thing is they are the kidneys of the ecosystem. They filter out all the pollutants, the stuff that goes into the streams and the rivers that from runoff on the roads and agriculture and all, all the stuff that uh, goes into our water. It filters out a lot of the pollutants before it reaches Saginaw Bay, Lake St. Clair, and Lake Erie. So it's great having these wetlands in your backyard. They act as a great absorber of pollutants and filter them out before they hit uh, you know, the main bodies of water. We've lost the majority of our wetlands in Saginaw Bay and Lake Erie and along Detroit River and Lake St. Clair. So it's important to keep what we have, and it's also important to continue to uh, enhance, restore, and create more wetlands. If the wetlands are unhealthy in some way or show some sort of trend, is that indicative of what may be headed towards the, the waters of, say, Lake St. Clair or Lake Erie? The biggest threat that we have right now on our coastal wetlands and these managed waterfowl areas is invasive species component. Um, we have a lot of Phragmites and uh, European frogbrit and flowering rush that are starting to invade our wetlands. And all these areas have some coastal wetlands, but a lot of them are dike wetlands, which allows us to manipulate water levels and control invasive species to continue to have a healthy wetland. We're getting invaded by a lot of these invasive species, which is, in return, they outcompete all the native vegetation, is, and it turns into a single monoculture of those invasives. Those invasive species don't have the same components of, let's say, like native cattails and native bulrush. Those are the, the plant species that we need in those wetlands. Those are the ones that help filter out the pollutants and, and have a health, healthy ecosystem. As individuals, what can we do to help preserve either these major wetlands that are thousands of acres or even the little ones around our homes? There's all kinds of opportunities. At our seven wetland wonders, we manage these areas by hunting license fees. Hunters pay for these areas, but any any citizen of Michigan or actually any citizen in the United States can come and enjoy these areas. There are some restrictions during the hunting season where you can't go in certain areas because of hunting occurring, but Outside of those dates, anybody can come and kayak, fish, canoe, enjoy these areas, but people need to keep in their mind that these areas are paid by hunting license dollars. So hunters are hunters really are the number one conservationists in the country. Uh, without hunting license fees, we wouldn't be able to do what we do in managing these wetlands. We uh, offer up some wetland tours each year at these areas, a spring birding tour that just occurred at all the areas. Uh, it's a driving tour. People show up at each of these areas. Uh, we send out press releases and stuff on our um, website. We also do a fall driving tour where people show up at each of the each of the wetland wonders, and uh, we go over some of the habitat conditions, some of the management we're doing, and then take them on a driving tour so they can see firsthand. So those are two unique opportunities for people to come to these areas and drive and see it firsthand.